The idea she might never enjoy the taste of chocolate was most distressing. This thought was even more upsetting than catching her boyfriend licking a hot fudge sundae off of the candy counter clerk in the back stockroom of her store, the sugar station. You couldn't have gone for at least strawberry topping or even caramel? Laura Tate wailed. You had to go for chocolate? Laurel, what the hell are you doing here? I came to bring you your shipment of marshmallow peeps. He could only stare at her, blankly. Marshmallow peeps, she drawled it out. Look, can we just talk about this later? He sighed in annoyance. Taking a deep breath, she shook her head. No. No? What do you mean, no? Catching him in such a compromising position had finally opened her eyes. It was like coming out from under a tree into the sunlight. She shook her hair back off her shoulders and lifted her chin. I mean, no, we won't talk about this later, because there isn't anything to discuss. After I left him, I pretty much grabbed my stuff from the apartment, took the car, and drove here. So you're staying with your grandma, then? How long did it take you to get there? Laurel thought a moment. From Portland straight to Thunder Mountain, it's about a five-hour drive, give or take a few pit stops. She barely remembered the drive itself. In between the crying and anger fits, she'd barely paid enough attention to driving to stay between the lines. She sighed. But I'm glad to be here, though, with Grandma. The slower pace and easy quiet are just what I need right now. Her grandmother smiled at her, light blue eyes twinkling. Come give your grandma a kiss and a squeeze. As they walked back into the house, a moving van drove by. Oh, best hurry so we can be out on the porch before they get started. Otherwise, they may catch on we're watching. Laurel shook her head as her grandma practically ran into the house to get ready to snoop. Three of the car doors slowly opened, and after a suspenseful moment, three burly men stepped out and looked intensely around them. Grandma gasped and grabbed Laurel's arm. He's got a gun. One of them's packing. Shh, they're looking over here. Calm down. Following her grandmother inside, Laurel took a moment to look back at the car. The license plates were from Nevada. Shaking her head at getting caught up in her grandma's overactive imagination, she wrapped her coat more tightly around her and stepped back inside the house. The door was just beginning to swing shut when the shot was fired. Miss Tate, Miss Tate, Laurel heard the man's deep voice as if from a distance and moved her head slightly in response. She couldn't seem to open her eyes, and this frustrated her. She realized she was lying on the floor and wondered how she got there. She looked up into two vivid green eyes. Hi there, she whispered. You're a cutie. The man's voice was warm and smooth. Well, thank you. He blushed charmingly across the tops of his strong cheekbones and grinned. Miss, my name is Jensen, and I'm a paramedic. What's going on here today? She stiffened. Is something wrong? Are you in pain? He asked her, looking her over with a clinical eye. Laurel couldn't believe it. Why did Jensen, her Jensen, have to be the one to respond to this call? Why? And furthermore, why the heck didn't he recognize her? Take a deep breath and hold it for me. Even though it was somewhat of a personal location for his hand, Laurel didn't really mind and complied willingly while she kept watching his eyes. He continued his examination by checking her arms. Mmm, nice strong hands. Hips. Oh, yes, holding right there is lovely. The grip of her hands palpated her legs. Oh, very nice. And finished by pressing up on her feet. 
All in all, it was a thoroughly enjoyable experience, and Laurel almost felt as if she wanted a cigarette. Too bad she didn't smoke.